Let's go back. Let's, let's touch on this again now. I, I, we, Monday and Tuesday, we got in. We're talking about the promise. Uh, last week and the week before, we talked a lot about the curse and being redeemed from the curse. And we talked a lot about the blessing. But now we're talking about the sworn oath of God. Where in the 22nd chapter of Genesis, Abraham about to plunge that knife into Isaac and God stopped him and said, no, I swear to you. My goodness. Well, let's go back over there and read it. The Lord won't let me. <laughs> now, of course, there was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And God, when Abraham sacrificed that ram, the blood, God swore in the blood of that ram by myself, 16th verse, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, in blessing I will bless thee, in multiplying I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you've obeyed my voice. Amen. He swore to him. Now, that just simply meant If I am an unfaithful covenant partner, then I'll just self-destruct. I mean, this is wrong. This, this is strong as it can possibly be. Now then, we came over here to the book of Hebrews and we found out that in the 11th chapter, the 17th, 18th, 19th verses, that, that Abraham wasn't the least bit upset about sacrificing Isaac because he fully, he had seen a vision of it. He fully intended to see him raised up from the dead out of ashes because he already had God's word about this boy, about his son. Amen. And Abraham's a man of faith. Glory to God. Now then, in the sixth chapter of Hebrews, let's go back to this. We're still talking about this, this blood sworn oath in the blood of that ram. Now it's very important that you realize God provided that ram. You remember Isaac said, uh, uh, Daddy, uh, where's, the, where, where's the, the sacrifice? He said, God will provide. Everything's going to be all right. Amen. 
And, and it just thrills me. I mean, Isaac just crawled up there on that altar. <laughs> just let his daddy just tie him down and climb up there and watched him raise that knife. And he just lay there. Why? He trusted his dad. Amen. And through the teaching of his dad, he trusted God. Praise God. Amen. Now then, in the sixth chapter of Hebrews, verse 13, for God made promise to Abraham because he could swear by no greater he swore by himself, saying, surely blessing I'll bless you and multiplying I'll multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Now it's extremely important to understand that. We as faith people, Praise God. We, we need to, to, to learn a lot more about Ephesians 6. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Having on the full armor of God. Glory to God. Just take a victory stand and don't be moved. Amen. And just keep the joy of the Lord in your mouth all the time. Ha, 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 ha. Ha. And the devil will finally say, what are you laughing about? And you just tell him, I'm laughing at you. Come here telling me I'm not going to get my healing. Glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. Tell me my baby's not going to be healed. Ha, ha, ha. God swore an oath to me, Mr. Devil. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Verse 17. God, willing more abundantly, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, the, his counsel, the absolute unchangeableness of his counsel. His words are forever words. His words are filled with power. When Peter said, if it be you, Lord, bid me come. Jesus said, come. And Peter didn't walk on the water. He walked on the word, come. The power in that word. Hey, come on. Can you see it? Come to the place where when you read, go into all the world, preach this gospel to every creature, every creature, and these signs shall follow them that believe. That's a blood-sworn oath. They will follow. They will follow. Do you hear what I said? It has to get that real. That's part of his oath to you and me. Hallelujah. Now, now get this. <laughs> Confirmed it by an oath I wrote in my Bible right there, blood sworn. 
that by two immutable things, two unchangeable things in which it's impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong inner strength, strong inner courage. You see, when you come to, when you get into these kind of things and you begin to realize that the, the price that God paid and what he did and what he said and what he's done for us and, and, and whoa, and it just gets bigger and stronger on the inside. And you get to that place where Abraham was fully persuaded, fully persuaded, glory to God, hallelujah. And you get to the, that, that glorious, wonderful place where, I mean, all the symptoms may still be there, but you get to where you just flat don't care. Amen. And you get so excited about it and you look up and the symptoms are gone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. That we may have a strong inner, inner strength who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that's said before, I lay hold on that hope. Which hope we have as an anchor of the mind, the will, and the emotions, both sure and steadfast, which enters into that within the veil. That hope is there right now. This very hope that he's talking about, this very hope in this covenant, this that God can't lie. I mean, it is there. That hope is standing right in the face of God behind that veil in the holiest place that exists anywhere. That hope, that hope, that hope belongs to you. That hope belongs to me. It is right there crying out to God. That hope, praise God, that we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters into that within the veil, where the forerunner, Jesus, entered, made a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. He went in there, and you can see it right here in this ninth chapter of, of the book of Hebrews. You, you, you need to read the book of Hebrews just straight through sometime without the numbers. Amen. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. And if the blood of bulls and goats, the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more? Say it with me. How much more? How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. For he is the mediator of the new covenant. 
He's the mediator of the new covenant. There is one mediator between God and men, the man, the man, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all to be testified of in due time. Whoa, glory to God. Standing right there, standing right there in that place. offered himself. And the scene between God, Abraham and Isaac, in the blood of a ram, was reenacted. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. And the Almighty God just, it just started right there in the first chapter of the book of Hebrews. And he said, God, he called him God. Talking to Jesus. Amen. Amen. The firstborn from the dead. Hallelujah. And then, and, and then standing right there in that holy place, he was judged. He had to be judged. What he did had to be judged. He had to, he's a man. Jesus is still a man. He came into this earth as a man. He didn't go back to heaven and turn into something else. No, no, no. He's a man. He's a born again, Holy Ghost baptized, anointed man. Glorified. We get everything he got. Our day is, our day is almost here. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he stood right there judged. Judged spotless, judged victorious, judged and called God, the Lord, advocate, general, high priest of the church. Whoa, hallelujah. <laughs> and God swore every word of the new covenant. He swore every word of it to him. I am your God, and I will be a God to you forever and ever. And, and by your stripes, by your stripes, they are healed. The curse is forever destroyed. He had to swear this to Jesus before it could be written in this book. Or that book wouldn't be complete. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You're laying there with problems with your heart. Maybe a, a, a diagnosis of some kind that's, that's painful and it's bothering you. 
Jesus, God Almighty, swore to Jesus on himself and in Jesus' own holy blood that your heart is healed. That there is no way when your faith reaches behind the veil and grabs that hope, there is no way your heart can stay sick. There is no way cancer can stand up against that. <laughs> Glory to God. But not knowing these things, believing the lies of the devil. Well, maybe God wanted me to, to learn something out of this. Maybe, you know, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. By his own sworn oath. That's an impossibility. Thank you, Jesus. You get your mind on God swearing to you. You get your heart and mind on God swearing to you. See, he has sworn to the entire human race. If you will believe in your heart that I raised Jesus from the dead, you will be a new creature if you'll confess him with your mouth. He swore it. Well, you just don't know what I did. Forget what you did. That's what you used to be. That's not who you are now. Oh, that's who you used to be, darling. That's not you now. God swore to you, you're a new creature. He swore a blood-sworn oath. It's recorded in heaven in the holiest place there is. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you something else. How much time I got there? Whether you know it or not, or whether it's crossed your mind today or not, <laughs> you and I are seated in that holy place. The throne of his grace. Seated there, God, Jesus at his right hand, and you and I at the right hand of Jesus, our high priest. Oh, we are kings and priests. He's the high. Oh, Jesus, we are kings. Jesus is king of kings. We're the kings over which he's king. Come on, get it. Come on, boy. Come on, girl. Get it. Hang on there. Take a grip on this. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul. 
Bless his holy name. <laughs> oh, glory be to God forevermore. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For this cause, he's the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that there were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. God wrote his last will and testament. And Jesus died. But he didn't stay dead. <laughs> and we're the heirs. Sometimes you need to read the will. Because he swore this will. He swore it in blood. That's more than just swearing it and writing your name on a piece of paper before a, a lawyer or a judge. The judge of all judges. Amen. Amen. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. He died. We inherited. Then he was raised from the dead to probate his own will. <laughs> yeah. And he has sworn that it belongs to you. He has sworn it in his own blood. That will was read in heaven. That will was read, glory to God, right there in the holy of holies. And God swore it to Jesus. That whole will is settled forever. It is settled. We are the joint heirs of that will. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.